Do I need a glass of water? Um, no. We're going in dry. Welcome to Everyone is Stupid Except Us. I'm Ross. I'm Sean. And this week is the seventh episode, and we have a few things to talk about, but honestly, we kind of just came up with some things that we were going to talk about from previous conversations that we never got around to. One of the things uh, we sort of, uh, yeah, I think just in the new stuff, or new stuff, we'll probably talk a little bit about what's going on in the news right now. Trump apparently being completely out of protocol and meeting the Queen. That would have happened like a week ago by the time this comes out. Um, and a couple of things about our native province of Nova Scotia adding incentives to solar energy. And I have uh, recently become a wine bus tour guide. My first stint into that was yesterday. Very In the exciting. cool section, uh, we want to talk about um, specifically just some, I think just some different hobbies that we're working on. I was mm-hmm. curious about getting some vocal loop stations. Don't really know much about that. John wants to talk about living off grid, apparently. In the WTF, we got a few weird stories. Uh, something that came up a little while ago was the sudden popular ASMR videos and live streaming, which I think is kind of funny. And then a couple of other silly things that we noticed a little while ago. i just like to point out that that just came up maybe for you. That's been a thing for some time. I know, but okay. that's, I, I think that's what happens. Uh, what are we talking about? The uh, Yeah, the ass bleaching. That was something yeah. that everyone else knew about before I did. So yeah, I just but, like to point out, I am the last one to find out about it. Okay, so this this is a new this is a strange thing that is new to your realm of consciousness. I got exactly. it. Exactly. I swim in very small circles. Yes. Across his Tinder profile. <laughs> and as far as talking points, I think the one that we keep going over today is our um, is as our weird proclivity towards Homestar Runner voices and specifically combining one of those voices with Andre the Giant from The Princess Bride. <laughs> and then of course applying that to a female friend of ours. Wait, friend? Friend. Uh, maybe at one uh, maybe at one point acquaintance. Uh, once, maybe. Now I'm in his little sizzling belly. Yes. That is a very obscure reference. <laughs> so first up, in the news, uh, Trump gonna Trump. Yeah. What, what the dilly with that well, man? I haven't really followed much beyond what makes it to, like, Reddit and, and other social medias. But, I mean, we've all seen that image that has been floating around forever where the queen has had formal meetings with every president of the United States dating back to what Eisenhower I forget who the first Roosevelt she met was but she's like, she's met a bunch like, yeah. like Link, Lincoln you know is she, she old and, and you know they've all met her with you know this this certain amount of pomp and circumstance that you know meetings of that level of office kind of entail and well, not only all, that there are rules but yes because, I mean, you know, she, she's the figurehead of the country and it's not, you know. And the even more interesting part of that is before you meet her, your entire staff get told what the rules are. Mm-hmm. So, again, it just comes down to how this man refuses this to do anything that someone suggests him to do. Yeah, he just he doesn't he'll he'll just kind of smile and nod and not think that anything that anybody else has to tell him is important. No, and no. it's you know I mean he's not coming up. It's not like he he's he's jumping the border to Canada and, and and shaking hands with Justin Trudeau like a gorilla. I mean these are things that you know we as Canadians kind of like oh Trump's gonna Trump, you know we don't have the same level of of history and and, and culture. That surrounds our office and also the fact that our prime ministers come and go and they're there for, you know, eight years tops. Queen Elizabeth has been the figurehead of that country for a thousand years. And first president she met was Harry Truman in 1951. Yeah. And, you know, and they have there's all those pictures like I I was mentioning and they've all, you know, they're shaking her hand. They're bowing to her. They're just a picture of her and Reagan out horseback riding and stuff like that. They're doing what the handlers instructed them to do. Yes. In the way that they were told to behave, you know, and in the way that even if they weren't told to behave, I can't imagine that Barack Obama would have been over there acting in a buffoonish way. Now, I, I, I would imagine, for instance, say, Bill Clinton probably had to stay very much on script 
for that mm-hmm. meeting because he's more he he strikes me as a much more informal person. True, um, but he probably as a human being would have worried a little bit. You know, he, he may yeah. have even had a thought of, "Oh, I hope I don't stick my foot in my mouth or something like that. I hope I don't do the wrong thing. I hope I don't embarrass myself and, and my, my entire country." Yeah, you know, it's, in it's, this it's... moment, but this guy doesn't have that thought. He doesn't care. It's just he goes over there and it's just an old lady to him. And, you know, and even if you were a normal human being, even if she was just an old lady, maybe you wouldn't jump in front of her and march down the, the road blocking her from the people who want to see her. The, you know? <laughs> the way he kept turning around like he lost her. I think that was my yeah. favorite part. Oh, sure. like, Come on, oh. keep up. Under uh, something, hang on. Oh, I left her in my other tie. It's just, I mean, mm. my God, like you, you can turn aside all of the other things and the the accusations of treasons and uh, or treason and other high crimes that are laid mm. against him. The fact that he is just such a ridiculous figure, like it's it's literally, you know, uh, he was doing stupid stuff long before he was accidentally elected president it's like you took rob ford and then sent him over to meet the president or meet meet the queen you know god god rest his soul but mm. <laughs> it, he, he would it's have the done same similar it's the same level of you know like hey who can we get that basically is is real life chris farley characters mm-hmm. and send them over there to act in a buffoonish manner in front of you know this nation's figurehead Quick, quick uh, reminder, Rob Ford being the buffoonish mayor of Toronto before his untimely death. I forgot that maybe Link. some people, some some one of the two people that listen to us may not know that. Yeah, cer- yeah, certain certain Moes. <laughs> certain Moes may not realize that he was, in fact, the, cra- the crackhead uh, mayor of Toronto. Yeah, friends with lots of good uh, good local crackheads. But it's okay because now his brother is like the crackhead something else of, of Ontario. I think he's less cracky, but he's definitely pretty yeah. skeezy. Well, he's now. the guy that pulled, as I was, I think I mentioned... Last episode, when I was bemoaning the loss of the uh, the uh, electric vehicle tax credit for Ontario, right? He's the guy that basically said, "No, we're done with that. No more of this environmentally responsible bullcrap. We're Ontario." Yeah. <laughs> who, de- who needs an environment? We're we're Ontario. We need, we don't yeah. need an environment anymore. We need to be more like Alberta and just start digging crap out of the ground for money. <laughs> Shifting it somewhere. Um, speaking of digging crap out of the ground and uh, bad bad environments, we can uh, segue pretty easily into incentives to add solar energy collection to your house. Yes, uh, which I thought was a thing. I mean, we didn't really have incentives before, but wasn't there? People always talked about installing solar panels because then they said, "Oh, because you know, whatever you put back into the grid, NS Power gives you a little bit of a." Yes, that was always Discounts? a thing, and that continues to be a thing, but you still had the front 100% of the cost to install the thing at your house. Um, so it took longer to amortize the cost to actually get a return on investment oh. from such a thing. But now they're, yeah, Nova Scotia, or um, Government of Nova Scotia is providing uh, up to a dollar per kilowatt. No, a dollar per watt, sorry, a dollar per watt. In for a uh, solar panel installed in your home, usually the installation price is around three dollars a watt. So they're paying basically a third of the cost to. Well, that's not bad. No, it's it's better than a kick in the face. So <laughs> true. It's uh, it's a thing. It's happening. And anybody who has installed as of June twenty seventh is uh, eligible for that rebate. That's so are you uh, about I'll... putting some uh, some solar panels in your house? Uh, I gotta get the electric car first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, have money. Those, are, those are much more difficult to strap to the side of your house. They, they really are. You got to get them. You got to like winch them up onto the roof and then try to strap them down. Exactly. And you know, if a hurricane just, comes up, you're done. And I don't know how long it's going to take to get a uh, charge station installed right next to your house like that. Right? It takes a while. A chicken in every pot and a charge set station for every house. Yep. Um, do you want to talk some more about some um, some solar incentives? Uh, no, I'm good with that. I know I kind of, I do kind of tend to pound on about uh, EVs and electric electricity. Re- responsible like grown upness stuff. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about your your drunken bu- your drunken bus. That's uh, see, that that's like the stuff. kind of adult stuff I'm talking about here. This is yeah. this is me and my completely useless, irresponsible uh, lifestyle as a fully grown man child. Because <laughs> I get invited out, a guy. Uh, a friend of mine has been friends with him for uh, for ten years, and he gets me out to all these ridiculous, vague, basic, uh, theatrical 
style money-making schemes, and he got on board with this wine-touring bus. This happens in a lot of different regions where... And uh, the popular thing seems to be you get on an old uh, double-decker bus out of London, specifically London, England, so that's what we've got. So driving around in our local area is this double-decker bus, and it seats about 66 people maximum, and you drive from winery to winery. a lot of wineries in the local region. This is kind of... I mean, it's a more or less recent event where we've become a bit of a wine region. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so a bunch of bridal shower parties get on at the beginning of the day, and uh, they get drunker and drunker and drunker, and then we uh, toss them all out at the end of the day. So I spend eight hours on a double-decker bus trying to improvisationally entertain drunken bridesmaids and occasionally offer anecdotes about the local region and geography. You don't know anything. Well, you Does that become difficult to make stuff up? No. And, well, this is what I, I say. To, my, my buddy says, you know, sometimes you got to make up stories and things. And I said, I used to, you know, I wasn't great at it. I wasn't successful. But I would live stream on Twitch. And I sometimes do 24-hour marathons where I literally just talk about absolutely nothing for 24 hours straight. There's not, there's not a huge amount of downtime. And the thing is, the best part is, is that I can talk forever, especially if there's someone to bounce things off. Mm. And mouthy, drunken bridesmaids... You know, they shout things out left and right. One guy starts singing a different song, and I'm like, oh, I know that song. I've got an anecdote about one time I drunkenly sang that song in an appropriate area. <laughs> Woo, let's talk about my life for a while. And they're all drunk. Ooh, so they everybody look at me. So I, yep. And it, it is a bit of an everybody look at me. Some of the time. You can also, apparently some of them just sort of play some play some local music, and that, that goes pretty well. But it was the first time that I was, uh, you know, I was I was the guide, I was the voice, so it's my voice on the microphone and 66 people having to listen to me. One of these days I'm going to crack and do that scene from The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler, <laughs> I have a microphone, so you will listen to every damn word I have to say. Yep. They're, they're, they're very interesting people. Uh, celebra- yeah, celebrating bridesmaids getting drunk. It's, um... Hmm. I... So I was I was at one of the local bars earlier in the week, and this local bar is this is a university town. So in the summertime, when students aren't at school, the mm-hmm. ones that hang out in town are usually the ones that don't need a summer job. You know, a lot of them go home to have a summer job to try to make some money so they can come back. But the ones that are kind of you know the trust fund babies, they all come out, so they have nothing to do all summer, and they just keep their apartments here because they're nice and far from their parents, and their parents mm-hmm. just send money, so they just stay in parties pretty much every day. So I usually, you know, call call these just the the sum, summer, well, yeah, the summer undergrad partiers, the summer kids. Yeah. And so this this pub this late at night, it was incredibly humid and incredibly hot, and it was really packed and it was really uncomfortable. So I was uncomfortable already, but the specific people that were there were both the summer kids whom I hate, just in general, <laughs> and also the old middle-aged desperate people. Now, the yeah. strange thing is I felt more of a kinship with the middle-aged desperate people. Well, you would. Because I am approaching that age, and I am single and nearly desperate. <laughs> but it was a different desperation than the, uh, you know, the, the the summer kids, and they're just kind of, oh, I'll just hook up with anybody, whatever. So, luckily, I was not... Oh, you've grown for... out of that in the last two years, have you? It, yeah, iffy. Excellent. Uh, but <laughs> the, the, it, that seemed to be both the only people that were there were the old desperate people or the young idiots, and I just hated everyone in the room. So, the thing is, when being stuck on a bus on a double-decker bus with 66 drunken bridesmaids, I hated that much, much less than going to the local bar. Yeah. And listening to the summer... The summer summer locals are way worse than summer tourists. Well, because the summer locals are the year-round people, but they have nothing to do, so they become that much worse. Yeah. And, and Uh, and and, And they're not as dilute in the most part of the year you have you know all of these students some of whom are those summer people but most of them are the people who are there to you know for various reasons and and so those 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 summer yabos are um they're mixed in amongst the people who aren't those people and uh you know i i totally get what you're saying because i i have never seen more man buns than i currently do walking through that town Minor segue. We've lived through some pretty stupid fashion things. <laughs> but 
the the under buzzing of the hair. I mean, thank uh-huh. you very much, Miley Cyrus, for that one. Recently, again, back and then the the top knot man bun thing, yeah. and I'm bun. just you look in the mirror and you say to yourself, "Yeah, yeah, this." Yeah, dumb... I, I look like a yoga instructor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at that. I'm hot. Oh yes. I'm gonna wear my sandals with socks and my man bun. Anyway, yeah. Well, too to, angry to, about that. To, to continue this this divergence into uh, into a, a segue, people we hate. <laughs> into people we hate. Why is the sagging pants still a thing? That was a it's thing not- when we were a kid, and I'm like, this is stupid, and that's gonna go away really soon. It's still here. Oh, you mean show your boxers and your belt is well, your non-existent you, belt, but the top of your pants is top around of your, your thighs. pants is around your thighs. Why is that still a thing? I don't. Why do you lo- want the ass? I don't think that's a local thing. I don't see that around much here. Why? I've I seen like it more from time thing, to time. I see it enough in different places to know that it's not. It is not a local thing. It is a, still a general thing. It is that having, right, but having the crotch of your pants down at your knees, so you have to walk like a penguin, is still a thing. But I feel like that's one of those urban thug things, you know. I grew up in the hood type thing, which is why I find I've it hilarious seen when I see anyone look like they're from the hood around here. I've it, seen we enough. We live in a place where there's one at street Subway. through every town. I've seen yeah, enough yeah. dudes at Subway wearing that exact same. Lo- and I was like, ugh. And, and I you think can, to myself, guy, you need to yeah. drive for an hour and a half just to get to the hood. So how <laughs> how are you trying to show me that you're no. from the hood right now? I'm all I, I am all for people like you know doing weird stuff. Like I saw I saw some people the other day. <laughs> I am all for people doing weird stuff. Do it. And they had 20, like 2018. they had this like <laughs> super brilliant like violet hair, and I'm like, okay, I don't see everybody with that. That's kind of cool, you know. Or or different looks. I'm not like, oh, you have to you know adhere to this particular stereotype in order to be taken seriously and it's like no if you want to have tattoos you want, whatever you want to do to, to but it's like come on this is an inconvenient style that looks stupid to everyone not just to me because I'm old mm. it looks stupid and it's been around for 30 years now let's move past it maybe start pulling your pants really high up make that a thing make pants that like fasten right under your nipples that's the new style well do you remember what okay Somewhere in like the late '90s, early 2000s, when girls would wear low-hung pants, the hip, hip hugger jeans, yeah, the, the hip huggers, the, 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 the but Britney they Spears, also yeah. have their tops up really high, so there was yeah, this the Brit- enormous yeah. belly gap. The Britney Spears, yeah. But the thing is, the tops haven't come down, but the pants have started going back to high tops. So now you've got this little you the mom jeans. of skin yeah, you, above the mom jeans. So, I mean, well, the pants are now covering the belly button, and there's this strip of yeah. skin above that. I think, what are you, are you just? Is this like a bacon strip look? Well, no, that, I don't quite that, get the strip. You used skin. to see that a lot on um, on Fresh Prince. You'd see the the knot. You'd see like you know whatever girl Will was going out with that week, and she'd have that because they they were still oh, so then. The they were early nineties. Like, yeah, the early nineties because oh. it was it, the mom jeans were still a thing, but the top started going up and the pants oh. hadn't started going down yet. The early nineties was not a good time for fashion. Oh God, no! Like everything that everybody wears on that show is just a train wreck. Well, that that was like baggy, light clothes. Yeah, and, and usually in neon colors, and often made of nylon. Uh huh. <laughs> I remember <laughs> baggy nylon. Oh, I was there. Now we're talking the like time. Everybody, everybody's going around wearing a safety tent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, everything everyone wears is stupid. Uh, yeah. I have I have no fashion sense. I admit to that. I have no I problem know. with that. I would never say that I look better than anyone, but I just look less. Stupid? Yeah. Is, or when you, when you do... I, when I have seen you wear something stupid, you generally don't leave the house. So, <laughs> kudos to you. What's that happen? I don't know. I've seen you wear some like weird like knit pants before, and I'm like, what are you wearing? I wanted to talk about something cool. Well, something cool that I like is... And I don't know. I think you've used it as our theme song at one point, which is me with my um, numerous tracks using yeah. <laughs> free software Audacity to do cool beatboxy things. And I, I've, like, I like fifty percent want... of our listeners have said I should move away from that. Oh yeah, everyone hated it. Yeah, it it was it was a concept piece. To be <laughs> fair, it was only one guy, but 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 fifty percent of our listeners. Fifty percent of our listeners. <laughs> 
I did originally make that, and I sent it around to uh, to Tom and Leroy for uh, for another thing, and they both just said no. This is no, just never, never no. So I sent it to you ironically, really. I said, I like hey, it. look at this, th- look, look at this thing that you should totally reject. <laughs> you put it in. I went, ah, well, whatever. So yeah, now it just makes me want to try even harder to get better than that. And Reggie Watts is sort of the um, that that's the pinnacle that I'm trying to achieve. So mm-hmm. I, I want to, and in, in looking through loop pedals, I keep finding these ones. You can get a hundred and fifty dollar guitar pedals. Yeah, with you know the big foot pad button on it where you yeah. stomp on it. And I and I think is there another way of just having one that doesn't have that button or and. I think you can buy just looping software, and it might be mm. even cheaper than that. And I don't know. I, I kind of want a little cool... But here's the thing. Reggie Watts has a cool little thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that he plugs all of his doodads into it. and then Just, he just goes buy one of those. Yeah. I think his, his is probably like $15,000. But I think That's you can not, get well, maybe a just, basic one for like... I think I think I said something like 700 ish dollar. Nothing. I've seen you spend more than that on candy. No, you haven't. Well, not I mean, a one, total. not a one, not a one time. No. No. Yeah. If we go lifetime candy purchases, I think I'd be kind of afraid. Yeah, you'd to, be like orders to find, of to find out that number. That. Be afraid of that number. But that's uh, it's it's a thing that I want to do. And the follow up to that was my question of how hard can it be? <laughs> and this this comes down to sort of creativity in general. Like when you when you talk to someone who you, you've you've done this. You you and I have both done this. When you talk to someone who seems like they're just normal and they're too normal they're not interesting to talk to they're just super normal yeah and when you try to talk about anything that's i i I don't are are we super outside the box with our conversations maybe but according to certain people that i do not hang out with on a regular basis who i just call normies because all they know is (laughs) took my car to the garage and uh the price for an oil change was uh a dollar less than it normally was. And I thought, Here, huh? I think, no, I hear what you're saying. Um, the thing is, is if I don't, if I talk to you, you know, we talk about whatever, like, oh, these video games coming out and oh, I took a poop today and it was so big. You know, we talk about but whatever, not, not right? That. I mean, I mean, when we, when we go to super outside the box conversations, like what, what did, what did we start along earlier? Yeah. The shape how to sw- how to correctly swallow a watermelon was something that we're talking about. And <laughs> could it could it be the different sizes yeah. and shape? So I feel like if we said that to a normie, you say, "Oh, you'd be no. swallowing it." They would just stare at you blankly and say, "But uh, uh you can't fit a, a watermelon in, in in your mouth. You have you have to slice it up and eat it in slices." Here's no, I, I I you're right, and a lot of that comes from the fact that we we don't think that anything the the other person says is kind of shocking or or weird to the point that we won't dive into a conversation cuz i mean yeah, you and i have, so have I mean, you and i have been having the same conversation for 20 odd years now but you know i think if you met if you when you first meet somebody like i've met people at my new job and my, the first day i'm all like well i guess he's nice you know that was about the best I could say to say about him. He's not actively mean to me, um, <laughs> but then like, here I am a month later, and I'm like, this guy's Boy, super cool. You know, he has all these cool hobbies and stuff that I didn't know about, and we have like these, ki- not not as intense, uh, intensely weird conversations that you and I have. But he and I will often talk over the cubicle wall about, you know, different things that I probably wouldn't have had a conversation with him about four weeks ago so what if a lot carrots of is, had faces and vaginas that, that kind of stuff you know <laughs> i think when, when when you when you start out and they're just single serving friends i think you kind of <laughs> y- you don't have um as much depth of conversation for sure but so but some people yeah that... some people no matter how long you know them they're still going to only want to talk about you know our pork belly prices have gone up a dollar mm-hmm. who cares and the other part is when if 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 you and another interesting you know uh, an imaginative friend hang out with one of these normies, uh. when you and the imaginative friend have a conversation, the normie just sits there and says, "You guys are so funny. I could never think of this stuff." And I, I always uh, feel a small amount of pity. Yeah, because I think why why don't you get an imagination? Why do you not get that? Why doesn't every human get a fun sense of creativity and imagination like when i think to myself oh i'll just beatbox a thing and i'll just loop this and, I'll go, and someone would say oh I, I could i could never do that what what noise if, if you make one noise with your face how do you know what noise you make next 
What? Where's the script? Tell me. Tell me. Do, do it. Boom shaka shaka blank. I can't fill in the blank. I'm sorry. It's boom shaka shaka. And sometimes um, you're having these conversations with people, and then they say you're embarrassing. Yeah, that yeah. happens too. In yeah. my defense, that was like a nine-year-old that one time. Yeah, yeah. When a nine-year-old says you're embarrassing, then you're hanging out with the wrong nine-year-olds. That's what True. I always say. Um, yeah. Let's just move past that. All right. <laughs> so I want I want I want a loop station, and I want to try making Reggie Watts music, and I will quickly learn that it's more difficult than I think it is. Everything but I still is. think I'll have uh, I think I still think I'll have some fun with it. My thing is I have um, not just buyer's remorse, I have buyer's paranoia, <laughs> where I think, oh, should I buy this? What if I buy it and it's not the right thing? What if I buy it and it's not the right thing? And what if I what if I get this and it doesn't work out? And, so I don't yeah. really want to drop 150 bucks on something and then realize that it's completely incapable of doing what I want it to do. Well, there must be some sort of community of people who do this sort of thing that you could, like, ask. What, like on the internet? Yeah. What a great idea. I'll ask for adv- new advice on the internet. And you I don't... certainly won't hear a bunch of, scrub, you don't know what a... <laughs> That's, you need to find better communities. Like... And Niskan 5202 is? Jesus, you're starting out on that one? That's just the wrong thing to get. Yeah, God. that's not how it works. You need to just... If you find some good communities... Like, yes, I, I've been part of these uh, kind of custom-built communities where it's like, oh, this website is just for Subaru WRXSTI owners from 2002 to 2004. And if you don't know everything about the car, they're basically going to crucify you. But you go join a subreddit about, like, there must be something about people who make their own looped music, and they're usually fairly helpful. Well, there's... Okay, uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. But what, what I was immediately hearing instead of make their own loop music was make their own loop pedals. Because every time I go to look up something on the internet, I think, hmm, I'm kind of interested in, I don't, don't know. Don't make your own stuff. It ne- it's, it's It's always terrible. Let, let's say I was interested in bees, beekeeping and honey. And I would go looking for beekeeping and honey. The Whatever, you know, the first ten sites I would find would usually be people saying, yeah, so... You know, um, now I've got my own uh, a colony of 80,000 bees and, uh, you know, I've, I've built little bits of furniture for them and I have them trained and, you know, they can hum, they can buzz out the uh, the theme song, you know, the, <laughs> the 1812 March Overture uh, by whoever no. wrote the 1812 steer clear, March. Steer clear of, of high-end and just find a subreddit about it. There's but, a subreddit for everything. In, in a weird way, I wish the internet had one of these things. <laughs> I just want to flag on every page that it is... These people know eight million percent more than you do. Don't yeah. keep going. Yeah, you know when I just want. Can I get an entry level? You know, which is I just, I just hang I'd out like one, ELI I'd like five. One, I'd like one B, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> explain explain beekeeping like a five, and then if I can keep that bee alive for an hour and a half, I'll come talk to you guys again after I'd like, that. I'd like four bees, please. Instructions unclear. Injected bee with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! What? Loop Station. Yeah. Gonna, gonna make cool music. We're gonna have awesome, more, more awesome, more awesomer intro music. More awesomer. I you you made some new stuff that you passed me the other day. I did make a couple new ones. They they sound a little samey, but maybe I'm just being judgy of myself. Well, only one of the four you sent me, I'm pretty sure I've heard elsewhere. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were gonna try to look that up, but we were gonna yeah. leave that and just put it in there and have our listener tell yeah. us what it's from. I usually, I don't know if you've noticed, when I pull some of the music to go in there, it's it's rarely a, a whole p- one of your pieces in there. Well, that's it's why usually... I, try to keep, I try to keep them short as well. Yeah. Just have no, I tend to go in there and pull some stuff out because, you know, it's like, oh, this is, the, this is the best part here. Like, this note to this note is the best riff, and I'll do that. But, you know, you're right. Production, sure. uh, production value is difficult, man, when I you don't that. have time or skill or software talent. or talent. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other cool things that I was curious in talking about was, and it's it's kind of old technology, but it's old and new again technology where it seems to keep going in phases, yeah. like v, VR, VR mm-hmm. games and such, and 3D movies. Okay. Where I almost two, feel like... Two different things. They are. Two different but, technologies. VR mm-hmm. is something... In it, they both... I'm just going to I'm just gonna stomp all over you here. VR and... 3D movies both. Um, the technology has been continuously improving since its inception. VR is closer to being actually usable 
um, because you can actually get like a PSVR or an Oculus Rift, stick it on your face. It's still kind of like heavy and annoying compared to what, you know, what you see in like, you know, Ready Player One or any of those movies that use well, yeah, or more strange, advanced you know strange days which is J- Johnny favorites. Mnemonic you know stuff like that yeah. these movies that are using VR in a future environment they're just basically sunglasses that the person puts on and everything works put on your google glass but uh, which you know it's closer to to that but the, it, there's they're, they're better they're definitely better than like the big clunky things that you needed to have suspended from like you know ropes from the ceiling or or on a big tripod like the virtual boy that we had to have you know those those were terrible. So it's actually you know how, usable. I mean, how the, there there's a popularity or no, uh, there's a it goes cycle of popularity. It goes in waves. Um, well, they tried yeah. it a little while ago and it was still heavy, but then it sort of went away. You know, it, it wasn't on the front of magazines for a little while. Well, while yeah, you saw, they crafted yeah better. I mean, the, well, the Ocul- Oculus Rift kind of the um, what do they call the development kit came. I, I I don't know if it is yet still a fully featured product. I really haven't been following that one, but it came out with a development kit like what like five ten years ago like a long time ago mm. and it uh it was kind of cool and it was neat tech but i mean sony now has released their psvr which is a it's a playstation uh, uh, peripheral and it, you, you know it's there's a lot of games that are good you know they're like fun and they're easy to like they're not just like the thing with the with the virtual boy or like the god god help you the power glove and these other things that were supposed to be you know, kind of moving in that direction, they were horrible to use. They were absolutely, they were no fun. They, you took a game that was fun and you put this layer of not fun between you and the game. So can it be said maybe that the hype has tried to come around often, but yes. More the often technology now, itself has not been able to keep up with the hype and it's sl- nearly there. No technology has ever kept up with the hype, in my opinion. I mean, we see this time and again with new PC hardware, new new games, new, you know, like a, the new console that's going to come out. Oh, it's going to be revolutionary, and you get it, and you're like, okay, it's just another Xbox with better graphics. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's Kinda cool. looks like that Roman Centurion is actually scratching his butt. Woo. Yeah, and it's like, woo, that's cool, but really, like, it's just basically putting better glasses on the same thing since Donkey Kong. And... But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think the, the things like the PSVR and the other, um, its contemporaries are definitely like 70, 60 to 70 percent there, like there enough to be fun and not just frustrating, but not, not what we've been promised for the last 30 years. I, now, I don't think I've ever tried any VR product. There, well, I mean... <laughs> It's kind of one of those things, if you ever watch the YouTube videos of other people using them, mm-hmm. they really are that immersive. Like, you know, when the when the roller coaster starts going up, you very likely will fall over if you're not sitting down. You know, they're yeah. they're extremely immersive. Um, but, yeah, but I mean, they're, they're we, not worth the price We've had tech demos, and you stand there, and you put on the goggles, and you swat at mosquitoes. And yeah. I haven't even tried. There's the, the one that went around was a big thing where you're in the kitchen, and you're cooking dinner or something. Yeah. But that, I mean, like Fallout 4, a major AAA title, is available for VR now. Um, the tabletop simulator, you know that that that, that will. You remember yeah. how great that went? That's available you know what? for that VR. Would be fun. I would I would certainly make that my first VR yeah. experience. And there's a bunch of tech demos. You're right, but there's there's a few, quite a few games. I think one of the new Resident Evils is out for the PSVR. Um, which I keep I accidentally has... picking up. Like my Steam games have mm. two or three VR games in it, just out of humble yeah. bundles. Yeah. So I, 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 own I think the VR only one that games. I have, I think the only one I have is uh, Tabletop Simulator. Um, but yeah, the, in terms of movies, they need to give up on that. They keep trying to make these blockbuster titles, and, and like you have to go out of your way to see the latest Infinity War movie not in 3D. Like I have to wait for it to be out for like two weeks until they start showing it in a in a not terrible theater. Strangely and, enough, I'm the not curmudgeon there because I feel like I can't, I can barely sense a difference. They they say, oh, this one's available in 3D. I'm like, fine, I'll put on your stupid glasses, and it will not really look that much different to me at all. No, it looks wildly different. I mean, you can... And it depends on the movie. Um, I don't think I've ever seen any where I could say I don't think I saw a huge difference. Maybe one of the Resident Evil ones. 
the problem with with the technology is it's 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 fun tech and if it's done right um like i think a lot of uh, the animated movies that are done that way like the disney and the pixar movies that are done with 3d in mind because they can build that not just kind of hack it after the fact yeah some, and i some feel like movies, i'm only watching the hack it after the fact ones some movies i think um the johnny depp alice in wonderland movie Mm. I think that was done like actually with stereoscopic cameras, so that the yeah 3D... they they, make it, they they tell you about it ahead of time. This one was actually filmed with three D cameras. And yeah, like, but yay. but like Resident Evil for sure was just one of those like they hacked uh, like four layers in the movie to display things on. It's just like ugh, it just looks. And maybe I'm not looking at all the flyers recently, but it doesn't seem like three D TVs are still being sold at the same. I'm sure you can still of buy one, but they're definitely not pushing them because the tech is just. The tech is not there, really. And also, for 3D movies, what are you playing on them? You can't get a lot of these 3D titles in 3D when they go to the home thing. Um, I think maybe Blu-rays might have the option if, if, if it's available, if they publish it that way. But the thing is, is most, more people are not buying physical media anymore. Like, I don't have any physical media except for like a handful of old games for the 360 and the GameCube and stuff like that, right? I got Things a few that, movies still. Yeah, but one, one, ones that are more obscure and maybe not as sure, easy. Sure. I that's well, that's a lie. I do have the 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 special version of Pirates of Penzance on DVD with the with the commentary. Oh yeah. So I do have that. Best, so <laughs> best director's commentary or commentary drag ever. Yeah, but I don't have you know, a, a huge library. I, I got rid of them all. And I don't buy, like, when new stuff... I don't even have a Blu-ray player. And I'm not like, oh, I don't even own a TV. It's like, if if there, if I had a... if New new movies come out, and I watch them, like, as soon as they come out. But I get them in a digital format. Because it's so easy. It's like... Mm-hmm. And they come out before. Like, usually, um, you know, uh, Infinity War, when that comes out on on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever it's going to come out on, probably a good four to five days before it comes out on physical media and is available at Walmart, you could go to iTunes and buy it. I and, remember you know, going to Walmart and getting the new movie. Right? Like, when was the last time you... Like, I can't even imagine who Columbia House is is still catering to. Oh, like, that can't old, possibly people. still be a company. It is still a thing. Huh. So is Publisher's Clearinghouse. <laughs> yeah, but they... Well, Publisher's Clearinghouse, that wasn't just... Music. Was for, it was for selling magazines. Who still buys magazines? Not this guy. <laughs> that has two thumbs and doesn't buy magazines. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Wikipedia entry for Columbia House. 2005, longtime competitor BMG Direct Marketing purchased Columbia House and consolidated operations. Huh. In 2008, the company, as well as some book club operator, was acquired by private investment group Najafi. And its and its name was changed to Direct Brands Inc. Arius if I got an served... email from Direct Brands Inc., I'm pretty sure I would assume it's spam. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Direct Brands Inc. Canadian assets ceased operating on December of 2010. Huh. Good to know. And all staff were dismissed in U.S. The operations continued until uh, 2012, when they were sold to Pride Tree Holdings in 2013. Then they changed their name to Filmed Entertainment, the sale of the DVD division. This is, this is like at, hot potato with with a company. Yep. At bankruptcy auction was announced August uh, on my birthday in 2015. Nice. So yeah, rapid growth, controversial licensing, new formats. <laughs> 1991 market decline, security breach. Oh, that's enough. Bankruptcy. Stop. They're dead already. Return to music. In okay, in December of 2015, Columbia House's owner, one John Lipman, announced his intention to begin a vinyl subscription service. Hooray! Okay. Sony Good Music still owns Columbia House trademark. Edge Line Ventures LLC is the current licensee of Columbia House. I'm convinced there are more companies on planet Earth than humans. Well, yes, and according to U.S. law, corporations are people. So there's twice as many people on this planet. Yes. According to U.S. law or according to Mitt Romney? Uh, According to U.S. law, uh, corporations are tried as people if, you know, they go to court. Anyway. That's the iffy part. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's a quick rant into some... Columbia House. Silly technologies and things that we don't we don't quite like. Yeah, didn't realize that, uh, that you felt that way about 3D movies. But, I, yeah, also, the curious thing about the 3D movies is, and we could probably talk about this another time, the difference between the glasses from years and years ago, where it was just oh, yeah, a, the, red, a the, red and a blue hue. The red, blue anaglyph, yeah. How does the current one work? They work pretty much the same, just with different the old what you need to do to have a 3d image is have different input going in your left eye than in your right eye yeah when you're looking at a real thing you have parallax you have a distance difference of like whatever that is four inches between your two eyes and um when you're when the light when your image is coming from a screen you need to somehow break that up into two different images one of one way is to you, you, you see those like super cheap headsets you can get where they just have the divider and you stick your phone in them and they just actually display two different images, one into each eye, and they're just slightly different. And then the way that the old ones used to work is they, there was two images on the screen superimposed, one through a red filter, one through a blue filter. So when you wore blue glasses and red glasses, in one eye you saw the red image and the other eye you saw the blue image. And the new ones work through polarization. You know, like if you have those expensive sunglasses, you can't see your watch or the ATM display. Mm. It's the same thing. So like if you take, if you're wearing those glasses and it's black, but if you turned your glasses 90 degrees, you would be able to see. So it just does that where it has one polarization of light going in your right eye and, and a different image using a different polarization of light going in your other eye, which is if you take the glasses off and have no polarization, you can see both images blurrily superimposed over each other. I'm but spending a lot of time being very impressed and sort of remi- reminding myself that uh, for as long as I've known you, you've been able to go into <laughs> excessive detail <laughs> discovery, discovery Channel documentary mode, and it sounds—it literally sounds like you're reading a script. No, or if I, if I ask you about something that you know about, you said, "Ah, well, here is perfectly con- crafted and constructed sentence formats about this thing." I think that me, comes I, from. I would, I would spin my wheels and I would stutter yeah. and I'd say, no, let me say that a different way. Hang on a second. You didn't spend quite as much time as I spent explaining computers to really, really, really dumb people. I suppose not. And that's kind of, I think, where a lot of that comes from. I have an image, I have, a, I have a, a thought in my head that I want to explain, but I have to explain it in very concise words, a very concise manner using small words and. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. I have a hard time with thoughts to mouth. Yeah. Sort of, you know, here is a feeling I'm having. How to put that in words in my head? And I'm like, no, none of those work. Hmm. Yeah. Our, uh, our, our WTF section is a little, well, I mean, it's kind of light. It's mostly just things things to, to shout about. I had some, some curious stories. One is a, is a really old story. One is a slightly more recent one. But I did, I did mention earlier that the one thing and that I, yeah, have the biggest problem with, and this is something that's been around for, it's become popular over the last year or so, I think, is these new so-called ASMR videos, or this ASMR uh, industry, no, culture, no. But now, audio sensor... Uh, audio slaughter i don't know sensory meridian response oh is that there something like that yeah okay yeah basically the tingles you get when you hear certain things the uh uh wait what you know like goosebumps and tingly you get sometimes yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that okay yeah like if you hear bob ross talking to you in a very low gentle tone of voice some people have that from that or some people get it from like like dry so, paper rustling and uh, something like that, yeah. But what if you get that from like you know Gilbert Gottfried singing opera? Is is that not considered ASMR? Like why is I why is know. ASMR considered this really this very close to the this, this, this very very? Because I think that's what voice. most people respond to. Um, but yeah, I know what you're talking. I, I think that might be a different thing. That and, might you know, just they, be they like things like na- like nails on a chalkboard doesn't count. That's that's a different thing. Well, that's exactly um, that's what just I was an... about to do. Here's here's my nail on a on a piece of clay. Here's what it sounds like. <laughs> are, are there you, you go. Okay, we. I, I think we. Goosebumps yet? Yeah, yes, I am. It is so hot in this basement. I don't think I can get goosebumps and chills. <laughs> I thought you were saying. Oh yeah, that really did it. It is so hot right now. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I am like. 
sweating like a pig down here because I can't have any fans on because of the noise. Uh, it's so hot. But basements um, are supposed to be cold. My basement is nice and cold. I, you know what? If I walked upstairs, the heat from walking up the stairs would probably hit me right in the face when I got oh, to the yeah. main floor. You'd, but it feels hot. Out. It feels hot. So, but yeah, no, I've I know what you're talking, and that's been a thing for a while as well. I've only really become uh, aware of it. I think it was a thing for longer than people really realized it was yeah, a thing. Yeah, some kind a lot of popularized people, thing yeah. happened in the in like, the last few months, even maybe six. Well, months the last ago? couple of years, I would say. I remember oh, seeing okay. them even on YouTube popping up from time to time, even like a year ago. But I I, I feel like this current style of it this this whispery close mm-hmm. talky whatever i'm gonna crinkle i think it's a lot of I'm people gonna... trying to force it because mm. uh, the bit the, the one i hear the most of of unintentional asmr stuff usually comes back to bob ross doing the, the with the joy of painting you know because he had a very calm he never got excited and but he was just, just it. I, it, I find that relaxing it doesn't give me goosebumps I mean, well that's kind of it's it, like chills not like not like excited goosebumps but like kind of like you know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, See, I'm probably me, explaining it wrong, but it's, it, uh, I didn't think that that's what ASMR was. I thought, I thought ASMR stood for some kind of, here is a relaxing, slow, calming mm. sound. It's, you uh, know, according like, to Wikipedia, like, uh, it's the autonomous sensory meridian response is what it stands for. It's an experience characterized by a static like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back and upper spine. So wow. it's yeah. I'm not going to so get that from someone whispering but a lot of people do. In my ear. You might not be susceptible to it at all. This not is probably is. why I hate ASMR. Yes. In general. I mean, it's, it's no different. If you, if you hate nachos, maybe watching a show about people who make nachos isn't your thing. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's, I think it's a, it's a subjective thing and not everybody is susceptible to it or not everybody is susceptible to the same uh, triggers. And maybe but, that's the problem where it, it gained a little bit of notoriety recently because someone saw it and said, this is stupid and I don't understand it. Look at this stupid thing that everyone's doing. Which one of the other WTFs we have is the same, where we we as people that don't think Reiki mm-hmm. is holds any value. Well, the, the ASMR thing is real. It's it's been clinically proven. It yeah, is a goosebumps thing. are a thing. I'm with you there. It, it's it, this this response to certain noises. A lot of people have this response to a lot of noises. It produces this low grade euphoria, and it's enjoyable for people. Not everybody is susceptible to it, and not everybody has the same trigger. Not everybody has the same experience with it. But it is a thing. It's not. Ne- it's. Now, well, it, it's silly, but it's, it's not Reiki. Interestingly, uh, see, you just described how how Reiki sounds to me because it is. But there's no clinical it's a spiritual resp- or emotional placebo, where you mm. know if if you if you think that you will feel better because someone is telling you, I'm holding my hands just. Just a few inches above your body, and and you're feeling. But there's a physiological response with AM, ASMR. There's a measurable physiological response. You're People there's do no physiological response to Reiki. Why would there be? Because you you're responding to it. You're mentally responding to it. It's it's a placebo. Placebos work on some people because they want so much to feel better and to believe something is doing that. Well, a physical. There's a difference between a subjective and an objective experience. I mean. Absolutely, if somebody is get, getting Reiki and it makes them, quote unquote, ma- it makes them feel better, or you know whatever they're doing, whatever whatever kind what of woo. I they're need a into. Reiki treatment so I have confidence enough to feel good about myself in tomorrow's job interview. Yeah, and but, that's the difference between getting the job or not getting the job. Is that I, oh, I think I really... it's more like okay, it's more like uh, acupuncture. You look at acupuncture, and some people say it's crap. Some people say, oh, you know, it's it, it fixes everything. And but we can all agree someone's getting stabbed. Yeah, hitting it, that's, that's exactly the thing. It's like, there's a needle going into you. You can tell me whether or not it feels like your back pain or your ear pain or whatever is getting better from from uh, from uh, acupuncture. But you can clinically tell there's a needle in your back. Right. And I, you know, I, so. I would say that that's, that's different. And, and Reiki and ASMR are similar. Well, okay. Because my thing is the ASMR isn't the sound coming at you the asmr is your response is your, yes it's your response to, to the sound yes okay but there is a measurable response is not nothing is like touching you and causing you to have this experience it's 
it, it's because of the audio sensory sensory information going into your ears that triggers a response in your brain which makes you have this you know tingling sensation that goes down your back down your spine but it's it it just it's just a thing it's like you know cold makes you get goosebumps or you know any of these other different reactions you know the li- looking at at a bright light makes you sneeze why does that happen um because well i know why it happens because i've watched the discovery channel and i could recite it at great length but <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know where, when, when you tilt it's because to look at a bright light you usually have to look up and the science is more in you tilting of your head because you ha- there's a nerve cluster back there that that triggers sneezes and yeah. it's very close it's very close to the optic nerve and the bright light from the in the optic nerve can you know basically oh, oh. so yeah. i i was ignorant and wrong neat go figure yeah i know no, it's uh, it's something to do with the light can can autom- can trigger basically it's nerve bleed over and it makes you think you got something in your nose but in fact it's just light in your eyes yahoo yahoo what else? I mean, more talking about being old, but we've talked about being old a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, we're super old. It's okay, because both our listeners are super old, too. Yep, and they have kind of the same issues with it as well. I don't know. I mean, we got other things to talk about. Do we well, Do we want to talk about those things? Well, we could, I don't know. We, we, well, we've already talked about Donald Trump, and we hadn't yet, so <laughs> let's, let's keep hating. The other, the other, WTF. really, we've been seven episodes and we haven't talked about Donald Trump yet. We Are you kidding me? We tried really hard not to go there. Really? Because, I mean, oh man. Because the thing with that is, we both agree. I feel like it would be, it would make, it would be a better conversation if we disagreed on something. But I think we I, both just agree he is that's an true. awful, awful yeah. human being. Yeah. Just a terrible human. Yeah, just in general. Like, not even just bad lead, not even just a bad leader. He just, you know. Yeah, just. Yeah. And, and so, you know, on, on the subject of awful humans, mm-hmm. we had just down as a potential conversation, because this came up a little while ago, oh god, it was maybe, yeah, it was last fall, where the subreddit for incels was <laughs> shut down, because apparently they got, I don't know, too awful? Yeah, too or awful for, for the internet. F- for lots of, lot, lots of the haters? Incels, uh, which is a short form of involuntary celibate... Yes. Which is the worst description for what they actually are. Basically, you, you, they consider themselves victims or mm-hmm. involuntary celibates because they'd like to not be celibate. Yes. They'd like, they, they want to be out there having sex, but because of everyone else's fault, yep. they're not getting the sex that they should. Mm-hmm. And that is, they're... as far as I can tell, that's the whole problem. Yeah, it's and it's an interest. Well, I mean, there's you've we've always known. Is it interesting? We've always known people like this. It's never been. There's a never movement. There's never been a well. They're pretending even, to have a movement. Some a couple yeah. of them pretended to have a movement. One guy. I can't even say that because you know what? It's like as long as there's been the internet, there's been this subsection of society but that has managed that to find each in, other. Was he in Toronto where he stole a yeah, van yeah. and ran some yeah. people over? Yeah. And just because he visited the site a little bit and also was a bit of a misogynist, like the internet went, yeah, look, one of us, all oh, the uprising is happening, boys, let's get in the van. You know what, though? There's always, even before, I was going to say, even before the internet, I mean, not to, again, when I draw comparisons like this, I don't mean to demean or belittle either side of the comparison, but if you look at the way that the Ku Klux Klan ran their stuff in, in the States, you know, back in the olden times mm. right up and i mean they're still doing stuff today it's horrific but you know they were kind of like we're we're white males and we used to have power over people and now we don't and we're mad about that yeah but and that's kind of the way to that though oh well no you, you, you i guess I mean, that that's where it's coming from a hundred percent that's where it's coming from it's there's kinda, a bitterness there's so I much mean, of it, a bitterness it, it, it's not like it's a secret, though. I mean, that's kind of their whole—that's <laughs> their whole thing—is that yeah. they used, like, that you know, there used to be slavery, and now there's not, and we're mad about it. And you know, the, the, the and it's kind of the same thing now. It's like you know, women in in their minds. I and I I, I again, I'm I get I, I don't want to get myself into any trouble making any sort of ignorant comment, but. In the mind of somebody who's part of the this, incels lawyers. Yeah, the incels, <laughs> the Church of Scientology. Um, 
but there was the in, in their in their minds you know they 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 deserve to have this piece of property that they think that women should be and that because women aren't falling over themselves to be with them they're the victims yes and, and it's that and, is also and, what i take from from this from the entire situation and they place the blame at the feet of of women in general but also at the feet of men who aren't them who are out there building relationships and meeting people, you know? It's like, if I just sat in my basement writing angry Reddit posts, I probably wouldn't meet too many ladies. I mean, you never know until you try. <laughs> I, I did that for a few years. So, you know, not, didn't, not, didn't not work out. that attitude. Yeah. Didn't work out. <laughs> Lonely and desperate. Lonely and desperate. Lonely and desperate. Nothing. <laughs> no, it's, uh... There's a reference we might want to explain. That's a good story. It, well, no, is it a good story? I love that story. I, I think it's a good yes. story for maybe for, for for another time. We'll oh, put that one in the back. Boo, we must have some other ones. What else do we have here on our list? For uh, for our inside joke, I just meant for yeah. ones that we've actually even said this yeah. uh, this show. Uh, what, I, I don't I like to think try to explain it show yeah. specific. Well, I mean the Homestar Runner one. Uh, I mean we, we we throw a lot of strong bad strong bad Homestar Runner amalgams into a lot of our normal conversations and yeah so how did and then that... and then that sort of well i mean that became <laughs> that came about because back in the day we were all really into homestar runner it was hilarious and it became like the whole group would would watch every new strong bad email and, and I mean, talk were, about it afterwards and, yeah they were funny and write about and, you know, it on our blogs yeah we, it was we'd all you know <laughs> It was just something that brought us together, and you especially have always had a, a penchant for for voices, and I have always been interested in badly attempting it myself, <laughs> and, and it's just it kind of became all of the voices sort of merged into this one amalgam, and since Homestar Runner has that speech impediment where his R's become W's, as does Andre the Giant. That sort of then also merged into bringing his character from the Princess Bride and stuffing that into the same amalgam. So I don't quite remember exactly when that happened. <laughs> because, I, I, yeah, it was it was a combination of things. I think at one point because Strong Bad does a bit where he leaves messages on Marzipan's answering machine. So Strong Bad is trying to do a Homestar Runner voice. Which is hilarious because they're both voiced by the same guy. So he's doing like a voice within a voice, which is impressive as hell. So you get the the, the rough, you know, the the strong bad voice, but then you just take the hours and the double use and you just tweet twi- twi- it around like that. Because he was leaving a message saying, "Oh, this is this is Homestar One um, <laughs> I killed Pom Pom." He died, and then while doing that voice, it just started sounded like uh, that scene. From yeah. Princess Bride, when Andre Giant sets himself on fire, oh, and says, "Don't pirate, pirate Roberts takes no survivors," and it they sounded so close. I think it just must have <laughs> happened one night where, and it just uh, became the the duet. But and then I I don't even know how this part happened because it immediately <laughs> became <I> the <laughs> the dread pirate, and and this I think became, we can say uh, your name. Can we? I think let, we let, can. Let's try to protect uh, Tiff's identity a little bit longer. This is okay. a friend of ours named Tiffany, but we'll protect our identity and call her Jennifer because everyone's named Jennifer. I'm a color Tiffany. All right, you can do that. <laughs> but but yeah, no, it was. Uh... <laughs> so it slowly she, became the Dwayne. We, we, dis- pi- we discussed our friend Ian. Tiffany. We discussed our friend Ian in a, or, or what was his name? Peter. Pete, Dave. I don't remember. Henry. We've protected so Ian, his identity long enough. So, so anyway, Ian, Ian yeah. uh, <laughs> he had this uh, this habit uh, of doing everything for her. He was a really good guy in that respect. and uh, A bit of an we, over-pleaser. A bit of an over-pleaser, and we used to take that and run run with that, making jokes to, to absurd extremes. And I think that was how that became about, is we were making pretend demands as Tiffany, and then we started doing it. In, in the Homestar voice, and then it became the the Dread Pirate 
Robert's voice, which then morphed into the Dwed Pirate Tiffany. And the Dwed Pirate Tiffany wants you to buy me some ice cream. And yes. so all of the demands came in the Dwed Pirate <laughs> Tiffany voice, which was actually kind of a Homestar Runner strong bad voice, but also Andre the Giant. Yes. These are the things that See, we have deep, found funny deep, for nearly 20 years. Deep cut, my friend. And now that we've explained <laughs> it, it's now ruined forever. It's not! I, I mean, two other people might find it funny. Yeah, all maybe. of our mo. All of our Mo, maybe half our Vic. And better better than that, but do you know what we're doing? <laughs> I just realized what we're doing. Do you remember the time that we tried to introduce someone to an in-joke that we did, and she did it wrong? When Lord of the Rings first yeah, came out, the, the Lord about of the, the Rings napkin? trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I knew exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when Lord of the Rings first came out... Uh, our, our friend, our friend Daryl, who may be on the show eventually when we can pull him out of his basement, he would constantly put things on his hand and try to, and he would hold them in, in that way that uh, Frodo it, 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 or Elijah Wood would hold the ring and be very, uh, you know, spellbound by it, and it would sit there in his hand, and the the music would swell, and you hear that, and that was the tune. So Daryl would sing that every time he showed he he showed you something in the palm of his hand. It would be like, like it would be like. A quarter or a rock, you know, it would be chestnut, whatever. Anything, yeah. but he would always hold it in the palm of his hand. So we did that, and we were hanging out with uh, with this other uh, this other friend for the sake of protecting her identity. Let's call her by her actual name, Jessica. And Jessica, she thought she thought, oh, I'll 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 do a, I'll do their funny thing to them back. I'll and then they'll find it really funny. So she picked up, and it was a napkin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just a napkin. You know, we were out for dinner or something like that, and she picked yeah, we were, one up, we us off the table. But she wasn't holding it in the palm of her hand. She was she was dangling Pinching it, it, holding it from the top, from the top, which is already wrong. And then she didn't know the tune because she hadn't. I don't know. She didn't watch the movie or just didn't have a musical memory or something like that. And so it came out as some weird Twilight Zone thing, and none of us knew what she was doing for a good few awkward seconds, <laughs> where she's just dangling a napkin at us, singing the Twilight Zone theme. And then I, I don't remember, but one of us finally said, "Are are you trying to do the Lord of the Rings ring thing?" And she still wasn't even sure what we meant by that. Uh, I mean, good honor. She gave it a go. Good times, yeah. It's it's so yeah. It's it's kind of fun when your friends try to join in on your side joke. So this is what we have to do so that later Mo's gonna come around and Mo's gonna say, "Ah." Oh! Dungeon pirate homestar runner takes no survivor. <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know. He's going to get it slightly wrong or a little bit wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But he's going to get it wrong. Yeah. Good old Mo. Good Mo. Is he still listening? Have you heard from him recently? Um, he popped up in the chat a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? What a guy. I accused him of still not moving back to Canada fast enough. Yeah. I don't spend a lot of time in the chat these days because of the, you know, the work job and whatever. Yeah. It's fun. Working with mm -hmm. the government's great. Is it more interesting than previous government? <laughs> Not even a little. It's all the same. It's all the same bucket so, of vanilla pudding. So, inside uh, money is on about six months before you get bored of this one and try to transfer to something else? It'll probably take about six months before I start getting paid for the new one. So, well, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. That sounds good. And then, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I keep doing this. And every now and then, I, I think I flat out ask. I say, what is your dream job i have no idea i've been yeah. thinking about that a lot recently about like you know what do i need to do to get to where i want to be and i think the thing is i need to be rich so i don't have to work and then i, I think I can that's just what do... all of us are at we're like yeah my dream job is just doing whatever stupid hobby thing i feel like doing when i get up 100 percent. that is exactly like, what you i wake up do. blink twice and then say what do i feel like doing today i'm gonna do well, that I'm, yeah i'm gonna go buy a new car today and then fix it turn it into an off-road machine oh no i'm gonna write some software today oh, today i think i'm gonna go and like you know, build a log cabin, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, Which yeah. is weird because, uh, I mean, you, you go all the way back to, no, oh, who, who am I thinking of here? Charles Darwin, I think, mm. was, he, he was independently wealthy. He had no job. Yeah. So he just sat around and thought and wrote. And I think he was a naturalist as well. He studied, yeah. um, he just went birds on trips and, stuff. Yeah. And, and studied so, different things. Yeah, like drew pictures of birds and crap. Yeah, it's a good time. So the thing is, I mean, Dar yes, he, he put a lot of... Uh, solid things into current knowledge and awareness. He, he did, yep. did a lot of work he, in that place. He was a sciencey guy. If I was left to my own devices... Oh, you would not be a Charles Darwin. No. No. But 
not only for the fact that I'm not smart enough to think that hard, but the second is I can't be bothered staying on one subject for such hmm. a long time. Like, oh, and this was his life's work. And as, as soon yeah, as people someone... talk about that, like, oh, follow your passion. Like, well, what is my passion? Like, I don't. There's nothing. If I'm sitting at work, the only thing people say, "Oh, you know what do you what do you daydream about doing when you're at work and you have to do something else? What do you what is it you want to be doing instead of being there? Like being anything. not there, <laughs> being exactly. not there. That's Absolutely what I want to be doing. So that's my my passion is to not be at work. <laughs> and yeah, so if if I had all the time in the world, would I have a? Here was his life's work. I said, no, I mean, here is his life's achievement of lots of tiny little projects that he never finished any of. You know what? You don't. Not everybody needs to leave a legacy like Charles Darwin. I don't intend to. I'm no, just gonna. I'm, it's like all I'm doing is doing what I want to do. Once you know, other than the other than stuff I have to do, I'm doing stuff I want to do, and I'm not too worried about much beyond that. It's a good time. Words to give, live give, by. Give me a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go win the lottery how hard can that be uh, well you know buy a million tickets and you'll have more chances it's a sure thing wouldn't that cost a million dollars well I can't come up with all the ideas <laughs> I like your logic so far um yeah well if you listen to this episode why don't you uh, follow us on the old twitter there we're at Sean and Ross on twitter and we're Sean and Ross podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us if you know us personally uh, then you could probably just Turn your head slightly the next time you're hanging out with us and say, hey, here's what I thought about the latest podcast. Or, you know, five podcasts ago. I don't know how fast you listen to these. God, they're an hour long. I don't have that kind of time. But regardless. <laughs> I don't have enough time to make them, let alone listen to them. Yeah, exactly. Tune in next week where some stuff's going to happen. So are you saying that if I if I ate the watermelon in portrait mode, that would be the correct way to swallow the entirety of one single watermelon?